Thanks for tuning in to Daddy and Aiden. We wanted to let you know that this week we interviewed a very special guest that you probably know. I'm really excited for Blippi to be on my podcast too. Whoa! <laughs> Please share this show with all your friends so we can keep getting amazing guests. Remember, anything is possible. Welcome to Reading with Daddy and Aiden. Tonight we're reading St. Patrick's Day in the Morning by Eve Bunting. Illustrated by Jan Brett. Oh, I like the author. You do? Yeah. The illustrator or the author? The, all the, of them. Oh, you like both of them? Yeah. Eve and Jan? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Jamie wakened early and remembered that it was St. Patrick's Day. He climbed carefully over his big brother Kevin and his big brother Sean. The stairs were cold on his bare feet. The kitchen was cold too. The fireplace full of dead ashes like chalk. Nell, the sheepdog, lay in the rocker. Here, Nell, Jamie tried to snap his fingers the way Sean did. Nell uncurled herself from the cushions. Jamie sat in the warm spot where she'd slept. St. Patrick's Day in the morning. The green sashes were laid out on the table. The big one was his dad's. The next biggest was Sean's. The next biggest was Kevin's. Their fringes were crusted with gold. There was no sash for Jamie. It's not fair, Nell, Jamie said. I want to walk in the parade, too. They say I'm too small that I couldn't get to the top of Acorn Hill. But what do they know? Jamie slid off the chair. His mother's raincoat hung behind the door. He put it on. He put on his dad's black hat and Sean's sash. He took Kevin's flute from the dresser. Come on, Nell, Jamie said. Outside, the mountains were as green as cat's eyes. That's a cool way to describe mountains. It was as green as cat's eyes. I guess that really green. Could be, yeah. If they had really green eyes. It could be. I've seen a cat that has green eyes. I didn't. I've never seen one that has green eyes that look like this crazy bright green, but I've seen one with green eyes. Clouds hung in tatters around their tops. Head up, chest out, Jamie said. Follow me. They marched down the street. None of the chimneys was smoking yet. Milk bottles stood on front steps, waiting to be let in. Kit Kelly's donkey put her head over her gate. A happy St. Pat's to you, donkey dear, Jamie said. He lifted his hat the way his dad did to the ladies. Kit Kelly's donkey curled her lip. You see what he's doing? He's tipping his hat at the donkey. That's what he, what the dad does to the ladies. He kind of lifts off his hat and he just kind of tips the hat to the ladies. Yeah. Huh? That's a way that some people kind of greet each other or say hello. The sky was the color of his mother's pearl brooch, the one she wore on Sundays. Jamie marched down the middle of Main Street, past the shuttered shops. Barney the baker was was a white blur behind his window. There was a whiff of bread baking. Whiff means a smell. So there was a smell of bread baking. Nell turned her head toward the smell and drooled. Who do you think Nell is? Have you learned so far? Nope. Nell is the doggy. No, no it's a sheepdog. Oh, the sheepdog. But Nell is the sheepdog. Good listening. Hubble the hen man trundled his wheelbarrow, that's this guy, along the footpath. His eggs were piled in it, all brown and white. Good morning to you, Jamie said. I see your hens are laying well. That means that they're producing a lot of eggs. It's the sweet corn and the sweet talk I feed them, Hubble said. Pick yourself an egg, Jamie. Jamie took a brown one off the top. It was still warm from the hen. Happy St. Pat's, Jamie said and lifted his hat. He put the eggs safe in his pocket. Jamie and Nell walked under the arches that spanned the street. Jamie wet the end of the flute with spit like Kevin did. 
Then he blew on it, and ooh, the sound he made. He puffed his cheeks. His fingers danced across the wind holes. That's the little holes on the flute. Nell howled and put her tail down. Silly Nell. And what did she know? So do you think the dog likes him playing the flute or not? No. Nope, she put the tail between her legs. That's a good sign that a doggy's not happy. Yeah. Mad old Mrs. Mulligan threw open her window and leaned out. Save us all, she yelled. It's the terrible noise you're making, Jamie Donovan. She banged her window shut. That mad old Mrs. Mulligan. And what did she know? Mrs. Mulligan's big red rooster cock-a-doodled from the roof. His waddle rattled and Nell howled again. It was as good as a chorus to go with the music. Jamie was sorry there was no one to hear but mad old Mrs. Mulligan. It was hard climbing up Acorn Hill with all Jamie's breath going into the music. He'd better save his strength for the marching. He put the flute over his shoulder and stepped out. Mrs. Sims of the halfway up sweet shop leaned on her half door. You're the early one, she said. Come on in, Jamie. You likely could use some refreshments. You see, on the half door, you see that she has a door what's open up on top and it's closed on the bottom. That's a halfway door. But how? Could it jump over it? I guess so, if you could jump halfway over the door. Jamie's head came to the level of Mrs. Sims's counter. Bottles of ginger ale stood on it. When he looked through them, everything was orange. Mrs. Sims gave him a bottle all for himself. She gave him a bun with a cherry on top, too. Nell let her tongue hang out and beg nicely. Mrs. Sims threw out two jelly beans. Jamie ate his bun. Do you like jelly beans? Yeah, yeah, um. Whoa, I guess a lot of excitement. He put the ginger ale bottle in his other pocket, that one that wasn't carrying the egg. Here, a wee flag for you, too. You know what a wee flag means? Irish flag. Yeah, but wee means little. A little flag for you, too, Miss Sims said. You can wave it later on at the parade. Jamie sniffed. Mrs. Sims was nice, but what did she know? Wasn't this the parade, this very minute, and him in it? He took the flag anyway. We'll have to be we'll have to be getting on, Mrs. Sims, he said. We've a brave bit still to go. I, Mrs. Sims said. I means yes. Like, okay. Okay, Miss Sims said. You'll be saving a good place for yourselves for the watching. Jamie nodded. Come on, Nell. Do you think he's trying to watch the parade or do you think he's trying to be in it? Be in it. Yeah. The flute was getting awful heavy on Jamie's shoulder. He held the flag out in front of him. It was a very small flag. Do you remember another word for small? Uh, wee. Wee. It was a very wee flag. But it felt heavy too. Don't be giving up now, Nell, Jamie puffed. We're nearly there. They turned the sweep of Acorn Hill and they were there. Jamie stopped. Look, Nell. In front of them was the field where the bands would be and the stage for the Irish dancing. There was a green ribbon around the platform to keep the people off. Jamie crept under it. He sat right in the middle of the stage, and Nell lay beside him. The sun was coming up. Wow, so he went even before the sunrise. Jamie took the cap off his ginger ale and drank. He poured some in his hand for Nell, and all of them were saying, I was too small, he said. What did they know? The sun jumped up like a firecracker from behind the mountain. A happy St. Pat's to you, son! Jamie shouted. The words made a great shimmer of sound in the emptiness. Jamie pushed Nell's head from his knee and stood up. Nell's smoking. Oh yeah, the chimneys are on. I bet it will say that on the next page. The last drop of ginger ale was gone from the bottle. He stuck the green and yellow flag in it. Then he put the bottle right in the middle of the stage. See, he told Nell, that means we were here first. We did it. No matter what they said, now we can go on home. It was easy going down Acorn Hill. There was nothing to it at all. The town was waking up. 
Some of the chimneys were smoking. See, it did say that. Some of the chimneys were smoking. The milk bottles had been let in, but Jamie's own house was still asleep. He opened the back door. The clock tick-tocked. The turf ashes lay in their white drifts. Jamie took off his mother's coat. He set Hubble's egg on the table. He climbed in the rocker, and Nell jumped beside him. He laid the flute across his knees and closed his eyes. Oh, the music he had made. They'd not hear the likes of it all day. And wait till they saw the flag, the mystery of it, the wondering there would be. There were feet coming down the stairs, but his eyes were too heavy to lift and look. Ah, our Jamie, Kevin's voice was soft, sound asleep, and with the sash, and the flute, and our dad's black hat. Are you sad now? And you not big enough to walk in the parade? Jamie kept his eyes closed and smiled. Silly Kevin. And what did he know? The end. What does he know? Yeah, they were saying, what does Kevin know? Because Kevin is thinking, this little Jamie is too small to even walk up Acorn Hill. He can't even make it to the parade. But what did Jamie do? He walked up Acorn Hill. He walked up Acorn Hill. Did he succeed? Yeah. Did he make it to the top? Yeah, and he... Kevin was wrong. Kevin was so wrong. So that's why he said at the very end, what does Kevin know? Because Kevin doesn't, he doesn't even know that. Jamie did it without Kevin even knowing, but Jamie succeeded. He made it all the way to the top of Acorn Hill. What do you think? Acorn Hill is all cool. Yeah, Acorn Hill. Uh, did you climb up there? You want to say the end? The end.